Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. We're going to have uh, Senator Josh Hawley had an interesting back and forth with a professor that is going viral on Twitter and elsewhere. Carrie, have you seen the back and forth with Josh Hawley and this professor? Mm, I have not. Very interesting. And again, uh, I'm not being critical of you. You're probably a smart one who doesn't go on social media as much as I do. But it's up to almost half a million views. And this is about, does not, she doesn't call people who have babies. You know, some of you've had two babies. Mm-hmm. She doesn't call know. people like you women. Oh, is this a birthing person story? She calls people like you a person with the ability to give birth. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. This is why I'm not on social media. It's a big part of it. Now, I'm not trying to get you on social media. I'm I'm not being funny. I'm not trying to get you on social media more. But you wake up tomorrow and like everybody in the mainstream is saying people with the ability to give birth, and you're going to be like, well, where the hell did this come from? See, I already know where it's coming from. Yeah, I I have to investigate that. Yeah, this is just crazy. Who's going to stop this? Who's going to stop and say, no. Well, Josh Hawley. Stupid. So I'm I'm going (laughs) to, it's stupid. Carrie, would you like to say it? Yes. Ready? Stupid. That was actually pretty good. That was actually all right. And not bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's it just it's stunning to me that we're that we're dealing with this on a daily basis. But uh, I think that Josh Hawley does a good job. We put in a request to have him on the program. Hopefully we'll have him on soon. I'm going to play that audio for those listening. For those watching, I will show you the video of this woman and her righteous indignation. She takes a simple back and forth question and answer session and, and says that he is being transphobic. And he's causing violence to trans people because he dares question her on the verbiage that she uses. Oh, yeah. Hell? We'll have that for it. All right. It's Tuesday. We have to do this part. We can't just not do this. Okay. Just as long as you don't play the third hour. It's one. violence. Carrie, it's violence. Violence? I don't understand how. Violence. And she is a woman. Yeah. Oh, no, no. She's a person who potentially has the ability to give birth. <laughs> a woman. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it escalates quickly. My question is, where do we get from woman power, girl power, I am woman, hear me roar, we're just as right. good as the men, we deserve equal right. pay. How do we get here? Because you don't exist. That's how we got here. And people like exist. her are so stupid that instead of doing the right thing, which would be... Women are women. Let's stop the garbage. I'll support anything else you want to do, but stop like eliminating women Pass from society. Pass the potatoes. It is what it right? is. That's it. Move on. <laughs> you just made a strawberry sound too. You're like, that's it. That. That's Done. it. I've had yes. it. Um, it's it's uh, it's nuts. And when I saw this, I thought it was, this is like a Saturday Night Live skit because it's almost as if she's looking for an opportunity. She's looking for an opportunity to call him transphobic, looking for an opportunity to say that he's somehow wrong and he's ca- causing violence. And she makes this leap that is not even makeable. Like It's like she's jumping the Grand Canyon to make a point. Now, again, if you're not mm. watching, go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and click on Watch Now. It's towards the top. You'll sort of see this, this um, pulsating graphic 
that shows you the listen live and the watch now areas. Click on watch now. You'll be able to see us. You'll see Carrie. You'll see me. Um, and uh, as we continue to talk, by the way, Bartlett's in for uh, for Polo and Sam is here as well. But you can't see her here, Sam, today because of where she is. But it's all good. And uh, here's that back and forth between Josh Hawley, a U.S. senator. Oh, we probably should get rid of the song first. <laughs> song just playing in the background. Crazy train. It is crazy. We're on the crazy it, it is, train. It's a crazy song is what it is. Mm. Uh, well, we're, we're riding the crazy train without a doubt, mm-hmm. Carrie. So mm-hmm. uh, here it is. U.S. Senator simply asking about, because this is some conference about birthing or abortion or something, and, uh, and the verbiage that's being used is just crazy. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, capacity, I said ability, it's capacity. Uh-huh. Would that be women? And, and then he says, are you talking about, are you talking about women? See, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh. I mean, okay, a couple of things here that are important. First of all, her tone of voice and her, the way she's acting is very much like AOC. If you can't see her, she's a young black woman. This is not AOC who's speaking. Um, but her, she's opening her eyes the same way AOC does. And then her answers are like righteously indignant. Like, they're not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like what he's asking is ridiculous. So let me take it from the top again. This isn't like even two minutes long. So I'll, I'll let it go as long as I can. But when she does something stupid like that, I feel as though I, I need to say something. Holy- Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens... Let me just stop it there. Now, Carrie, you're in the news. Mm-hmm. You hear people claiming transphobia and all this crap yeah. all the time. He's simply asking, is this about women or is this not about women? And her, instead of answering, no, this is about women predominantly and some people who have done the transition who can still get pregnant. No, she doesn't do that. She immediately calls him a name. Um, let me just start by acknowledging that what you're saying is transphobic. She tries to end the conversation by attacking the senator. Let me pick it up. So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow. You're... Okay, so it's transphobic, and he's now opening up trans people to violence. So you can't say what you're saying. You can't ask what you're, what you're asking because rather than answer it, I'm just going to call you a name. You're a transphobic person 
and you're opening up trans people to violence. Kerry, you're one of the smartest people I know. Did anything he said cause violence or sound like it was violent? No, not to me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being outlandish, I don't no. think. And it's about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender p- uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can <laughs> so get pregnant. you are denying that trans people exist. Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're a- opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot just I know. in this exchange. Absolutely. I mean, she literally thinks she's wow. right. Yeah. There's a level of righteous indignation here where she thinks, I'm so right. And you're so wrong, and I can't believe that you're even saying this. And and what you're does she teach? Go ahead. What does she teach? She's a she's teacher. a professor at UC Berkeley. She okay. teaches law. Okay, all right. She's a law professor, Carrie. She's there arguing about Roe v. Wade. Hmm. And instead of talking about whatever this fake women's reproductive right is to kill the unborn, she goes to, "Well, you're a transphobe, so you don't you don't really rate, and you're being violent." You, you know. She brought up the fact that one in five trans people has attempted suicide. She didn't say why. And he's like, oh, they attempted suicide because I I asked the question? No, no, they attempted suicide, a lot of them, if you look into this, because they feel like they made a mistake, or they still don't feel right in their own skin. And whatever this transition was did not get them to where they thought it would get them. She didn't say that because it was more convenient to act like Senator Senator Hawley killed them somehow. I mean, this is... This is somebody, this is, you pay a lot of money to, to go to UC Berkeley and to go to law school there. And then you get this person walks in and completely doesn't understand the law, doesn't understand the constitution, doesn't understand speech and why we have free speech and doesn't understand that violent speech is not only is, it's hard to even pinpoint what violent speech is. So to, to even pretend it exists is hard to do, but if you were to say it exists, it might be, here's the gun, go shoot that guy. That might be violent speech. But speech in and of itself cannot be violent. Actions after speech certainly can be violent, but violence is action. Words are not. So let me just pick it up about halfway through where she goes full on nut job. Your line of questioning um, is transphobic um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm denying that trans people exist by asking you you if you're talking about women having pregnancies. Do you you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think. (laughs) So you are denying that trans people exist. And that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? I mean, right there. She's like, I got him. I got him. That makes no sense. um, Carrie, what you did for your sons is not extraordinary. Anybody can do it. 
That is not true. It was extra, extra extraordinary, actually. Got to ask the lady. This lady disagrees with you. Well, I don't care. I know. I find you not caring to be violent. (laughs) You have to end it it up at the end. Oh, really? Oh, do you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Violent? Wow. Transophobe. Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're a- opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Um, I mean, she is so proud of herself yeah. as well. Go ahead. I find it hard to believe that her students could have an open exchange with her because. It seems like Holly's just trying to have a conversation, a little back and forth. Let's discuss it. But she, you know, slaps him down. That's it. You're wrong. I'm right. You're transphobic. And that's it. That's just the way it is. I have a hard that's time it. believing that that's not the way it is in her classroom. Of course it is. If, if, if a student of hers said, you know what, I'd like to talk about this. I really, I think it's just women who can have the babies. And that's it. But doesn't mean I'm transphobic. I mean, there's no way I don't think that you could have that conversation with her in her classroom. No, you couldn't. You could not have that conversation. But I think a better question than that, although the question was very good, a better question is, how the beep did she get a job teaching anybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, and, 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 and I know. She's making a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. And she's going in front of a Senate panel where she should at least try to cloak her lunacy and just... She's laughing at Holly. But that's the thing. As she, did, she caught him. Yeah, she, got him. she thinks she's absolutely right. She's right. That's it. She's right. I will shut down Holly's argument. That's it. I got him. At the bottom of the hour, I've got Dr. Katie Kuhlman, and I ask her about that specific piece of video and I actually play it during the interview. And I ask her, how can this person possibly think she's right? Uh, and, and also, why is there this righteous indignation as she's talking to a sitting senator? And accusing him of being a, a, the the bad guy, and she's somehow the victim. And we t- it's a very interesting psychological question that we talk about. How is it that this lady got there? And I want I want to hear from people listening as well. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. Or if you'd rather email, just go to JoePags.com. J O E P A G S dot C O M. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, and I'll take that during the show as well. Keep it here. Coming right back. Joe Pags. Great to have you the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Dr. Katie Kuhlman, bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. We talk about not only do we talk about this nut job from UC Berkeley, we also talk about those little kids in Minneapolis, what, three years old, something like that, punching the cops and kicking the cops and I hate you and I kill you and all this stuff. Just horrible, horrible thing to see because now they're going to be indoctrinated forever unless you can deprogram them. I talked to Katie Kuhlman about that. Also about the Border Patrol agents that were exonerated after allegedly whipping people coming from Haiti across the border uh, when they, of course, were not doing that. They were not doing that whatsoever. All right? So there you go. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, we'll go to the phone lines here in a second. Yeah, what's interesting about that whole back and forth is 
Not that she's nuts. Listen, she has the right to think any outlandish, dumb thing she wants to think. And I'm glad that Josh Hawley called her on it. My problem is those who are going to the class, like Carrie said, what are they learning? Are, is there a back and forth? Is there a discourse, a dialogue? Of course there's not. She's, she's telling them what they, they need to understand. And if they don't agree with her, she's going to call them a racist or a misogynist or a, uh, a anti-women's health care-ist or a, a, a transophobe or a homophobe or whatever. And can we stop using the, the, the suffix phobe? That means scared of. If you're a transphobe, you're afraid of trans people. If you're a homophobe, you're afraid of people, I guess, because homo sapien or um, homo in front of something doesn't mean gay necessarily. Uh, when you say homosexual, you, you, you say that. Um, but homophobe does not mean that you're afraid of gay people. If I'm against gay marriage, I'm not a, homo, a, a, a homophobe. I'm somebody who's against gay marriage. And I can give you my reasons why. If somebody who, who does not buy that the vast majority of those who are transitioning really think they're the other gender, I'm going to say that it doesn't make me afraid of them. That's kind of dumb. It's actually kind of small thinking, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Now, Berkeley is, is one of those schools where you're going to find extreme liberalism. I get it. But the full name is University of California at Berkeley, which means the taxpayers subsidize this idiot. That's kind of scary, too. Let me go to uh, John in Nebraska. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, yeah, I just want to say that men can get pregnant. Okay. See, what happens, is, uh, what happens is is the aliens come from outer space, like the reptilians. And I'm not going to go into detail on, on how they impregnate men. But uh, what, what happens is, is uh, basically their seed, their swimmers, their sperm is very strong. It's almost, you know, it's like when, once it gets inside there, it just latches on like a tapeworm, and it just hangs on there for about nine months. And he hung up. You know, Carrie, did he get embarrassed because he hung up in the middle of telling the story? That's what I'm. I guess thinking. he thought I was gonna. He thought I was gonna hang up gonna, on him. Are you really gonna start to gonna laugh yell at him or something? Or... You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was gonna say, how many of these alien babies have you had? I was gonna play along with him. <laughs> The guy could not keep the joke going. Yeah, it was he, not well. John, let me tell you. First of all, his name's not John. Yeah, he had to go. Not well thought out. Um, I was the host was going to play along with you. I was going to make it even funnier. But to make something funnier, it you has to be have, funny to begin with. I was going to say, yeah. You yeah. know, what I mean? <laughs> really wasn't. But he good day for Sam tried. not to be able to say anything because I'd be asking <laughs> Sam, okay, what the hell was that? <laughs> Okay. All right, John. Appreciate it. Wait, what do you think his name really is? Like aliens. Biff or Bart? Uh, now, is there any coincidence here? Is it just a strange coincidence that he's from Nebraska? That is a coincidence. You stop that. He's from Nebraska. I don't care. No. There is no, 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 no. There's no. You cannot what? compare. No, what? Or you cannot connect. No. Sure I can. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. There are millions of people in Nebraska. And no. No, no, no. Well, you know, you realize that we get their full name when they call in because of the caller ID, right? Mm-hmm. His name was John Kerry Lucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he no. might be related. No, no relation. <laughs> no. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do not miss Dr. Katie Coleman. We break down a lot of stuff that's very current in the news, and you get a lot of answers that you're looking for. Keep it here. Coming back. You're listening to Joe Pags.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this young lady on. She is a, a doctor of psychology. She is a wonderful person that you're going to see on Fox tonight. You're going to see her on Newsmax all the time. Been coming on here for, I guess, the better part of a year, if not two now. It's Dr. Katie Coleman. Doctor, how are you? Good to see you. I'm wonderful, Joe. How are you today? Well, I agree with you. You are wonderful. I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. There's so much going on. There's so much that just makes my head hurt. And I know that you deal with a lot of law enforcement. You deal with a lot of firefighters. You deal with people who are first responders who just give up their lives if they if they need to, to try to save people's lives, to try to make the community safer. And these men and women have been treated so horribly for the past, I would I would argue since Obama, but it got really bad in the, in the summer of 2020. You and I, before we started today, we're talking about Minneapolis, which is like ground zero for treat the cops like crap uh, in this country. And police officers show up. One happens to be white. One happens to be black. I know that you've seen this viral video as well. And there are little kids who are tiny. Uh, Katie, they got to be two, three years old, but they can speak. So maybe more three-ish. And they are, uh, the cops are there. The one kid is punching and kicking and saying disgusting things. Like, I want to kill you. And th- this kid is wound up and frustrated. And then you get the law enforcement officer who has to take care of whatever the reason was he and his partner were called there and just deal with this. And the cop, as I look at him, almost looks like he expected it. He's used to it now. What do you make of that? I know you saw the video. These kids didn't, they weren't born thinking, I hate cops. What happened here? No, I mean, look, kids are born with a blank slate, and the way that they behave is largely a result of their environment and what they learn. And so these kids have obviously seen something. They've either their parents or people in their neighborhood. Um, they've heard them say these these horrible things about law enforcement. They've had these beliefs just like bred into their mind and yeah. been completely indoctrinated to dislike law enforcement um, and to engage in violence against them. In, in what world? Um, is it okay to ever, ever, you know, beat, beat a cop? Um, and you have to wonder too, you know, while these officers are interacting with these kids in the back of their mind, they're probably thinking like, at what point do I remove this child? Like, at what point do I do something about this kid that's, that's hitting and kicking me right. knowing full well that people are are recording and that, and that of course, one little sliver of that recording is going to end up on the internet. And the next headline is that, uh, you know, cop assaults two and a half year old. Well, I mean, like, he could easily, obviously, this is a full-grown man, could pick the child up and say, knock it off. Uh, He could easily say, I'm going to arrest you, pointing to the mother or father, if you don't control your your child who is literally assaulting a police officer. Um, And you're right, if they do that, 10 seconds of video comes out, white cop picks up black child and screams at parents. I mean, then it's a white supremacy thing. But, But what stops him? From calling CPS, what stops him from saying there is mental abuse happening here to the point where this child is going to be in prison or dead by the age of 10? He's only three doing this. Well, it's, it's hard, right? Because it's, then if that cop calls CPS, are they then a racist for for saying that this family is abusing this child? Good point. Um, how do they know it's not just cultural, right? And so these these poor officers, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't in a lot of these scenarios. And so a lot of times they're just so discouraged that they just want to get the call over and done with as quickly as possible. So what do they need to say to just like make this go away right away? It's uh, Dr. Uh, Katie Kuhlman. I can say, Katie, you guys have to say Catherine, clinical psychologist. Go to drkuhlman.com. We always appreciate the knowledge. Um, I, I, I want to relay a little story that you don't know. Uh, we used to run a pizza place 30 plus years ago. And I'm managing, or we actually owned it with my parents. I'm, I'm there and I'm making food for people. A little kid comes in, happened to be black. My best friend and my manager of the store, Ben, is a black man. 
And and there we are just joking around, having a good time. Kid walks in and says to Ben, hey, what's up, dog? This kid might have been eight or nine, right? And, and I said, hey, man, what about me? I want to be a dog. And he literally, Katie, he looked at me and he said, if you lived in our neighborhood, we would knock you down and kick you till you died. Now, this kid was eight or nine years old. Now, Ben, to his credit, said, hey, you don't ever talk to my friend that way. And, and, and it diffused it right away. And the kid was like, what? Um, how hard is it to, to reverse the indoctrination? Because, again, this eight or nine-year-old kid had no reason to hate me, never saw me before, but I'm the white man. Somebody taught him that white guy at pizza place isn't as cool as the black guy at the pizza place. Be careful, he's, he's a racist, um, which uh, obviously I hadn't displayed anything like that. How hard is it to deprogram somebody who is brought up being told cops are bad, cops will kill you, white people are bad, black people are bad? How hard is it to deprogram somebody? Well, well, typically what what we would need to see happen is we would need these individuals who have been programmed to believe that all cops are bad um, to have enough interaction, positive interaction with law enforcement um, and get to know the culture and get to know some of the people within it for that to be reversed. Now, the question, you know, the thing is, is how willing are they going to be to do that? You know, certainly there's there's plenty of people um, within these communities that that are willing to sit down with law enforcement and vice versa and have these types of discussions. Um, But but for a large part, that's not the case. And I'll say this too, that that especially with this younger generation, these children, especially these these two and three-year-olds like we saw in this video, um, there has to be consequences. And in order for consequences to be effective, they have to be swift, they have to be um, certain, and they have to be, um, proportionate to whatever the, the the crime or the you know the problem is, and the problem is is that nothing's happening with these kids, and so consequences don't do anything. Well, what's going to stop him from doing that next time, the little kid? Right, he's going to kick and punch the next cop too, and the next, the next cop is going to say, "This kid is a foot and a half tall. I'm not going to do anything here." Um, so, I mean, that that's that's the quandary. I get it. But let me ask you this. Why is the onus on the police to reach out to a community that has a problem with them? Why can't they meet in the middle? Why can't the community, maybe faith leaders, uh, why can't maybe educational leaders say, hey, let's get together with the cops and the cops say, yes, let's do it. Now, if the police say no, then the police are doing a bad job. If the community says no, the community's doing a bad job. Why can't they meet in the middle? Shouldn't that onus and that responsibility be kind of even? You would think so, right? I mean, because ultimately it, it takes all people, right? It takes a village and it takes everybody to contribute to to make a to make a meaningful society that, that works together in harmony. Right. Um, but that's just not the way that it's happening. You know, but I do know plenty of law enforcement agencies that that are having these types of meetings. They're sitting down with, you know, faith leaders, like you mentioned, in the community and schools, um, prominent community organizers. Um, to try to have these types of conversations. But you're right. A lot of the time, the onus is on the law enforcement uh, leaders and the law enforcement officers to get these conversations rolling. It's Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Go to drkuhlman.com and check out everything she does. She's on Newsmax all the time. What is it? It's the One America News or something? What, what is it called, the other news program that you're on as well? Real America's Voice. Real America's Voice. I knew that it was, had three words. I just made three words up. Uh, also, Fox News, you'll see her on Jesse Waters tonight. Right after this interview, you can go and check her out there as well. Turn the DVR on. Um, it's interesting that, that we, as we're talking about this, there are people that are watching and listening who really believe, Katie, that 
the, the cops hate black people and black people hate the cops. When the reality is, when defund the police was in the forefront, 70 plus percent of black people in America did not want to defund the police. So there's a lot of meeting in the middle that we don't even know about. There's a lot of un- mutual understanding that we don't even know about. I mean, even leaders of the organization Black Lives Matter, some local leader in New York or something about a year and a half ago, called the 911 and the police when his laptop got stolen. So there really is, a, there can be a mutual coming to uh, together, a, a meeting of the minds, if you will, if we just say it the way it really is. But the perpetuation of cops bad, community oppressed, that that that's what t- what's keeping us divided, is it not? Well, it is. And of course, you know, as humans, we are we, we tend to be programmed to focus on the negative. And so we're going to tend to focus on the negative news stories about officers behaving badly or, or being racist. And we're also going to focus on the news stories about all of the protesters. And it's going to lead us to believe that there's far more people that dislike law enforcement than there actually are. Um, and as you mentioned, that there there's no facts to support that. There's there's right. a handful of really loud people. Um, but by and large, the majority of Americans support law enforcement. Very loud people who got very rich because of their division. It's uh, Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Go to drkuhlman.com. K-U-H-L-M-A-N is how she spells her last name. Uh, these Border Patrol agents that were allegedly whipping Haitians coming uh, across to America, of course, weren't. They were doing what they were trained to do to keep people who were illegally entering the country from doing so. Didn't whip anybody. The picture was taken out of context. And we keep on hearing how, well, they're going to be charged civilly or they're going to lose their jobs. It turns out quietly there is no punishment. They've been exonerated. Katie, is it enough just to exonerate them quietly or should they make as big a show now as they did when they were lying about what happened? Well, it should absolutely not be quiet. I mean, this was such a big story when it happened um, and it was not quiet at all when it occurred. And of course, they were rightly exonerated. um, But but where do you think this is coming from? This comes from the administration. You know, they they're wanting to do what's right. And thankfully, they did do what was right. But um, they know that this this narrative may not fit with a, a, a big portion of their constituency. And so they've kept it a little bit quiet and kind of slipped it under the rug. And, and I'm so glad that they were exonerated, but there should be almost a freaking parade. They were doing their jobs. And again, it was top, as you said, it was front page, top story news for weeks and weeks, racist Border Patrol agents, and, and it just made me sick. And every single person who said that has no responsibility for some reason to to take it back. Hey, we were wrong about that. We got it wrong. The picture was out of... Let me ask you that. Psychologically, why don't human beings take responsibility? If, if I ever get anything wrong, and as you know, I never do, but if I ever get anything wrong, um, I, I will come back immediately and say, hey, what I meant to say was this, and then I'll fix it. And I have no problem doing that. And, I, and I've been patted on the back a time or two over 32 years in the business for being a stand-up person and doing that. Why don't we as a knee-jerk reaction anymore as humans in America say, hey, wait a second, I was trying to get a fast viral video or I was trying to get some so, some retweets on Twitter. I was wrong about that. Why don't we do that? Self-preservation. I mean, really? nobody wants to be wrong. We, 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 we want to be seen as credible and trustworthy and we're worried that if we say something wrong, um, and admit to it, then that's going to pub- you know, permanently destroy our reputation. The, the fact of the matter is, as you mentioned, is that there's no truth to that. People really respect people who who own up to their mistakes. Yes. Um, and as you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, Joe Biden publicly lambasted these Border Patrol officers, right? He, I mean, even he was like, what they did was horrible, and we're going to make sure that action is taken. Right. Um, and I think that he should also give a public apology. I mean, his vice president said it reminded her of slavery. What? What are you talking about? And you're right. People do. People are forgiving. 
people understand that we're human. People understand we can't be perfect. I, of course, want to be credible. You are credible, but I'm sure you've made a mistake or two in your life. Very few, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but but when we do, people like, hey, you know, that's people have literally said to me, you know, you're a stand-up guy. You weren't right about that one thing, and you came back after the commercial break, and you said so. Um, and, and it's just, it's a human thing. We can't possibly be perfect. We can't possibly be infallible. If we are, then we're superheroes, and none of us is a superhero. Is, is that the complex? Because what you said as you were saying it, I'm thinking, right, they want to be credible, they want to be believable, and the way they become credible and believable is they say, hey, I'm human, I made a mistake. That's mm-hmm. more credible than not, right? Right. But everybody wants to be the smartest person in the room. And in order to be the smartest person in the room, you think that you always need to be right. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that we learn by, by you know, confronting our own assumptions and our own beliefs right. and being willing to change them if new data you know, supports that. Just like you said, right, like we can say things that are a mistake or we can learn new information later on and we can change our position. And I think that that's human and that's fine. And people appreciate us being human. What's interesting is, um, for those of you watching, listening, if you ever, um, if you ever get the pleasure of being in the same room as Katie Kuhlman, she will be the smartest person in the room. I'm just going to let you know. It is uh, Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Thank you so much for coming on, drkuhlman.com. I want to play this quick uh, piece of video. Josh Hawley, the senator, is uh, talk, he, he's talking to some UC Berkeley professor about people who give birth. And I don't know, this is like a very, very, very modern slash recent thing where we're not just saying women. Some for some reason is birthing people, people giving birth, people who have the ability to give birth. I just wanted to show you this back and forth, and I don't really want your comments on the subject matter as much as I want your comments on how is it possible that she believes this. Holly? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Meske, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my line of questioning? Because, so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you, you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can <laughs> so get pregnant. So you are denying that trans people exist? Thank and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? or? Very odd. Doctor, I've got to ask you about it. And again, it's not, it's not really about the subject matter. I know how I feel about it. And uh, I, I can probably guess how you feel about it, but that's not the reason I wanted to ask you about it. This woman, this professor, this educator who is there to give information to students in her class really sat there with what I would call righteous ind- indignation as if Senator Hawley somehow was bringing violence through his words and was somehow being transphobic by asking whether she, she's talking about women when she says people with the capacity to give birth. 
Um, I, I guess my question, it's obvious that she believes this, but I guess the question is, why does she believe she's so right? I mean, no, I think she thought the, the crowd would stand up and clap as she was saying what she was saying. Can words be violence? Can we be shut down by somebody by her saying, hey, I don't want to talk about the issue you asked me about. I want to talk about your violent and transphobic words. Well, it, it's kind of a way of gaslighting, right? It's we're, we're taking an issue and we're switching it around and we're going to try to blame the other person um, and make them at fault for, for what's happening. Um, and yeah, obviously she, she truly believes what she's saying. You know, can words be violent? Yeah. Maybe right when we when we're talking about threats and stuff, yeah, um, and extremism, but that's not the case right here. I mean, what she is saying is that like his line of questioning is so offensive that it has the potential to incite violence. And in nowhere in his questioning does he say anything about, um, you know, taking down people who are trans right. or that we should get rid. Of. There, there's nothing like that. And that's one of the things that angers me probably the most about the left is that they tend to just, they talk in circles, they try to use big words, they try to poke holes in everything um, to try to point out how offensive the other person is rather than trying to actually solve a problem. Yeah, she wasn't there to answer questions. She was there to show how Mina and bad and how horrible a person he is. That, that's clearly what she tried to do. I don't think it was effective. I mean, she's taken a bath on Twitter today, but but as she said it, I know that she goes back to a classroom and starts teaching young minds again, and that bothers me. Thank you for giving a comment on that because it just it jumped out at me. I know that you hadn't seen the video before, so I appreciate you. Uh, go right now and watch her on Jesse Waters on, uh, on Fox. This is Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Doctor, thank you so much. I appreciate you. It's great to see you again. Okay, we'll talk very soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. All right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We enjoyed Dr. Katie Kuhlman coming on. Turns out a lot of media, a lot of social media sites, Mike's telling me, they're all reporting that Josh Hawley had his ass handed to him by that professor. It's not the case. We all watched it and listened to it. He completely dismantled her argument, made her look silly, and her righteous indignation actually made her look even worse. And Carrie, I'm having a pretty good social media 24 hours. It turns out I didn't even know this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Former President Trump retruthed to me on truth. Oh, well, look at you now. I'm all retruthed and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. We've invited him on the show, by the way. We should. We hope to have him back on soon. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Lots going on next hour. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.